Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. This is AppSats Radio, help for partners after sexual betrayal. We talk about it here. Betrayal trauma. We are AppSats certified clinical partner specialists and coaches who have been trained to help navigate you through this crisis. There is nothing we won't talk about. So I've got Amy on the line. Amy, welcome to the show. What's your question? Well, I have a question about what um, healthy sexuality looks like when mm. a sex addict is in recovery. One of the things we know about research and sex addicts is that they don't necessarily want sex with their own wife. And so to me, that says he's in really good recovery because he does want that with you. He has been two years sober. He has been in three facilities. And I suspect that's how he's wanting closeness with you. And I am too. You know, that's the question, isn't it? I've been doing a group with partners, and they are amazing, strong, incredible women. And they are talking about what partners always do. Partners, no matter what age, no matter where they live, they review their life, and they wonder two things. They wonder, is this as good as it gets? And if I'm, and if so, am I settling? Now that's a really important question because the truth of the matter is, of course, living that life, whether it's been for two weeks, two years, or even still makes you wonder, gosh, am I Am I settling for something? I'm already so discouraged that my that my life showed up this way. Do I cut my losses? Or especially if he's in good recovery, do I make it work? And I don't know the answer to that. I mean, obviously that's a very individualized question. But I do know that you need to figure out what are the pros and what are the cons? Why are you staying? And why haven't you left? Because there should be an overriding feeling, philosophy, value, belief that's made you hang in there this far. One woman said, I'm afraid. I'm afraid I'm too old and I just don't want to start over again. So because he is working a program and I think he's doing an okay job, I'm going to hang in there because I don't want to be single again and stay Alone by myself. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of being alone. Another woman said,
you know, I'm in this for the kids. I'm doing this for the kids because they didn't pick him, I did. And there's so much research to support that. And then there's so much research to dispute it. I mean, we've got a lot of smart professionals out there that say, if you're staying for your children, you're teaching your children to have a mediocre marriage. That's that's rough, isn't it? But then there's research to substantiate that if you can be happy and instill values in your children that they need to learn and they feel a sense of security by being in their home with both of their parents in their community, they'll be fine. Only you know what to do. And I get to It may feel like you don't, but if you listen to your gut, if you write out the pros and the cons, if you address the fears, and if you address the reasons for staying, it will give you a direction that you may want to follow today. And you know what? You have permission to change that at any point. We at AppSats believe that although it doesn't feel like it, you're in the driver's seat now in terms of what you want to do. And we never, ever condemn or criticize a woman who ends up staying for her family, for the wealth, for the house, for the security. I mean, that's your choice. So, I'm sure I've given you just a little bit to think about because I know that it is so important for you to have confidence in your decisions, and these are all new situations. You didn't ask for it. It just showed up. It's a club you don't want to be a part of. In today's group that I did, we did talk about empowerment, right? Because you do have choices. I promise you, you do. And those choices are very, very, very important. And they make a lot of sense. Now, I'm going to ask you, when you look at your life and you are really trying to assess what you need next, do you use your head? And of course, that head would be, what do you think? Not necessarily what do you know, but what do you think? That's using your intellect. And, of course, when you use your heart, 
That's your feelings, your emotions. So what do you feel about your decision? And then when you use your gut, your intuition, that's the part that says, what do you know? And write those out and kind of dissect the issue. And if two of them support a specific decision, that's probably the route you need to go. And if all three of them differ, then I tell you to lean towards your intuition, your knowing. A lot of people think that that is God talking through you, talking to you, and directing you. But the one thing, most importantly, I want you to know and to cherish and to value is your sense of self. And that means do you have the confidence that you need to know that whatever decision you make It'll be a good one. Because the truth of the matter is it's not so much the decision you make, but it's your attitude. It's actually being able to say to yourself, I can deal with anything as long as my attitude is right. Now, today we're going to be talking about validation. It is so important in creating intimacy and connection. And oftentimes, validation is that piece that's the hardest for people to get. And so, Stacy Sadler is going to be talking about how do, you, how do you go about developing validation and how do you teach it? Why is it so important and what does it really stand for anyway? Is it just for the addict to validate your feelings? You know, my ABR is acknowledge the issue, value the feelings, and reassure the person of the new and improved or the changed. So I can't wait to talk to her about that. You know, we're always having to deal with things when we have family. There's just no doubt about it. I kind of had a rough um, week in that uh, my husband plays in a band, and it's a neighborhood band. He's been doing it for two years. He's in recovery from alcoholism, so it really means a lot to him. Because it's something that's powerful, that produces dopamine, and that's legitimate. And he's a traveling salesman, so he's always able to make it work because they practice on Thursday nights and Sundays, and those are times he can be home. So what happened about a week ago is two of the guys came over, and they told him they had replaced him. And it came as a total shock to the system, to his ego. And, you know, the ego is so wrapped up in identity. And can you imagine this guy loves his music, loves the play. And I watched him experience 
a really huge trauma. And fortunately or unfortunately, the, the guys had told me to stay. I actually said, as Eric was getting out of the shower to come meet them, I said, do you guys want me to go upstairs? I didn't know what it was about. And they go, no, you're his wife, and you, and you, need, to, you need to hear this. Well, my husband is so angry and so disgusted and so hurt and so sad that he wants nothing to do with any of them. And they were our good friends. And he wants to be gone for the next time they play, which is the 4th of July in the neighborhood, in the big green area of our neighborhood, right? He just wants to be as far away from the pain as possible. And I know how that feels. You do too. You've been there, done that. And I spent a lot of time validating him this week, you know, telling him that he was a great drummer because he is and validating that, yeah, something, something was behind this that he does, he's not privy to. And that those things happen. And I also said, I don't want you to give them the power to make you feel this bad. Does that sound like something you might hear a therapist or a coach say to a partner? Something like, is there any way you can feel your feelings but not give away all that power? Well, I'll keep you posted. We've already booked a flight with another couple to Naples, Florida for the 4th. So that is going to happen. We're not going to be around. Um, pain is so hard. Loss is so hard. Betrayal is so hard. And that's what he's feeling right now. Okay, we're going to get on the road here. We're going to talk with Stacy. I'm telling you, she's got a lot of good information. She, you know, she's got a program she wants to talk about that is, she's actually got two. One's free and one is, I think, half price right now. She can't talk about the money on the air, but she sure can give you her website so that you can check it out. So, Stacy Sadler, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking about one of my favorite topics, validation. It is a joy and a pleasure to be here um, on a subject that I know is important to us and the people listening for sure. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I really... When you wrote out what we were going to be talking about, I thought this is a subject that anybody can hear about and and put into their lives more, whether they're mom, dad, son, daughter, um, whether they have an animal. I mean, it's so important to validate. So tell me, if you would, what what gave you the creative genius to know that you wanted to come up with something that help people with validation? Well, honestly, my own experiences. I'm a single woman, and I was dating someone at the time who was completely invalidating. And I just sat down and wrote down the word validate acrostic and just wrote, you know, this is what the V means. This is what the A means. And in a way that helps people feel heard and understood and I work with partners every day who who have um, I'm just going to say guys because that's just the way we do it um, 
that, that have struggled with empathy and struggle with validation. And I said, there's got to be a better way. I'm tired of trying to send them off <clears throat> to try to hone this skill. So I wanted to develop something where I could teach it to them and give them a tool. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And you know validation is near and dear to my heart because I I help addicts develop empathy. And that ABR, that acknowledging the pain, the issue, the struggle, validating her feelings and reassuring her of how you're working on this is so important to begin to rebuild the trust that needs to happen in the relationship. So what happened to you and the sky? <laughs> He's no longer around. <laughs> yeah. You know, what was funny is I I wrote a book. I just uh, the, the the manuscripts at the at the publisher for single parenting, and I'd written my first chapter, brand new thing that I had never done before, and I wanted him to read it, and I was so excited for him to read it. And he's a single parent, so I thought he'd get it, and he read it, and he just goes, "I don't relate." And I said, well, oh my can't gosh. you find something good about this? And he said, I can't relate. It was a chapter on not being a victim. He said, I'm not a victim. I don't, I don't relate. And I said, well, can you say something nice? Like, I've been working on this, you know. And he couldn't. He couldn't. He just couldn't. And I, in that moment, felt so unseen and so unheard. And And I think the thing that is so important about validation is, it takes the crazy factor away. When someone says to you, it makes sense that you would be, you'd want some um, encouragement on something you've not done before, or it makes sense that you would be upset that I had nothing positive to say. It takes that feeling of like I'm crazy because I'm asking for something I'm not getting. I'm upset about something that the other person's not seeing. It takes that crazy factor away, feeling so like, um, like why isn't someone getting me, hearing me, seeing me? That's insanity. It feels so insane inside. That's why I like validation. Well, well, I know. And so he didn't get it, but you knew it was important. So then how did you continue that journey? What did you do next? Well, I just wrote it up and I put it on some cards and I started working with some of my clients on it. Some of the people that came in because it's not about figuring out who's right or wrong in a couple situation. It's about hearing each other and it's about uh, holding space for feelings and emotions and understanding where the other person's coming from and connecting and listening to and, and putting the we of the relationship before the me which wants to be defensive and to stand up for our own rights. And so I just started working through that with clients that were in my office and there was a great response and people said, Oh my gosh, this works and I feel connected. And so then I started just marketing it a little bit more and um, decided to do it with a couple that uh, volunteer that are not my clients, but they're a couple in recovery and I filmed it and I, I taught them the process and I filmed it and it is, it is something. It is really, really neat. And um, so that's one of the things that I, I, am, I have out there now is watching a couple actually learn it and go through the process. And seeing someone else struggle through it and, and then overcome it is really powerful. Well, I bet. Now, you've got a couple of different programs. Which one is that? Watching well, the couple. So the, 
Mm-hmm. It's the webinar. It's the 90-minute webinar, and um, mm-hmm. it is right now. It's 50% off, and it's just it's a it's a webinar you can watch at any time, with or without your spouse, uh, depending where you are in the process. You can hand it to your husband and say, "Hey, I'd really like you to do this." I think it's helpful if you do the e-course first. The e-course is eight days of emails explaining each letter in the acrostic validate. Each day I take a letter and explain what it really, really is and how to dig deep. And at, and on each day, um, there's a PDF that they can download with three questions on them. And I call that the deep dive. And it's like, is this concept new to you? Do you struggle with this concept? How do you see yourself being able to use this? Why or why not? Those kind of introspective questions that, are, that cause you not just to view the material, but actually integrate it into who you are and, and where you are with the material. Well, are you going to give us a little taste of some of the letters and the word validate? Sure, sure. Okay. So the first step is the V is recognize vulnerability. So when someone else is coming up to you and saying, I'm angry, I'm hurt, I'm betrayed, you know, or you ruined everything for me. You blew up my life. There's vulnerability underneath there. And you have to be able to put yourself aside and to recognize that vulnerability. There's something you're needing from me. They're not attacking me. And, and that first step is about a real internal step saying, what comes up for me when my, I'm just going to say wife again, comes up to me triggered and angry? What comes up to me? Shame, anger, defensiveness. And that's really an internal step. The next one is ask what else. Well, that one is A. It's hysterical because it's like so counterintuitive. I'm asking you to go in for more of a brow beating. Ask what else. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, she says so much. Really? Yes, keep asking that what else, what else, till nothing is left. The next one's all about body language. It's lean in and listen. It's, I just had a couple in my office a few minutes ago, and they weren't looking at each other, and I said, Look at each other in the eyes. Unclench your fists. Unfold your arms. Be open to each other. So much is said in nonverbal. Like 97% of communication comes through nonverbals. The next ones indicate that you hear. And that is just as simple sometimes as saying back what they just said. I heard you say that you're, you're scared. Is that right? Yes. What else? So that's the I. Next one's the hard one. Don't defend. Don't get in that defensive posture where you're saying, but I, I do love you. I didn't mean to. All those things. And you'd be surprised what are defensive statements you don't think are defensive statements. The next one is A, authenticate their view. And that one is really the crux of validation. It makes sense that you would feel that way. I completely understand why you wouldn't want to be vulnerable with me. Oh, I, if I were you, I wouldn't feel that way either. That's the real, like the, what would you call it, the anti-crazy factor. Oh, makes sense you'd feel that mm-hmm. way. You just watch the other person just calm down the second that, that their partner says something like that. The next one is T, tell what you can do, but first you have to ask. What, what is it I can do for you? What is it you need? Be surprised how many people don't know what they need. Well, let, get back to me. Well, do you need a hug? Do you need me to listen? Do you need me to go to a meeting? Do you need me to get a sponsor? 
So what is it you need? And then the last one's E, extend empathy. And people say, well, how do I connect with something that she's done to me and not turn it around? I said, you just connect with it. You don't say, well, yeah, you do that to me all the time. I know how that feels. That doesn't feel good. You just connect with it inside and go, oh, yeah, I don't want to feel that way. I don't want you to feel that way because I know what that feels like. So that's it in a nutshell, but there's a whole lot more. That's why I have an (laughs) e-course. Well, I get that. So, again, the e-course allows you to do the – well, yeah, the free eight-day e-course allows you Mm -hmm. to do a deep dive into what validation means and, and how you can incorporate it to be a better person, to be a better spouse, and to really have that focused listening that shows that person that you're connecting with whatever they're talking about, correct? Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's what it's about. That's what it's about, and it's what's so needed when there's been betrayal. Mm -hmm. And what I know to be true is that when you use validation, it automatically is an empathy tool. It connects you to that other person because he or she feels heard and understood. And so you created this free, I mean, it's phenomenal that it's a free um, Mm e-course to help people begin to really understand that process. And also you give them some homework to have them take a look at the deeper work. And and so do they get mm-hmm. that on www.stacy s t a c e y sadler s a d l e r dot com? Yes they do. Yes they do. They can go right on the website and sign up for the free e course. <clears throat> and then the e course talks about the webinar. So it's a good first step is to just to do the e course, commit to doing the e course the man that was just in my office said, it's just like two or three hours of work a night. I said, no, look at it right here. It's quick. It's easy. Just, just, it, it might take 20, 15 minutes of your time. It's like a two page email. It's not a big deal. Just make sure you ask those questions. It's funny. <laughs> Is it three hours? No, <laughs> just quick. <laughs> well, that is amazing. And, and so actually, you know, you and I both know that validation is an easy process, but there are a lot of stumbling blocks to using it, just like AVR. So what do you see as some of the stumbling blocks in the process of validation? One of the first ones is defensiveness. It is so hard not to defend yourself when you perceive that the other person is wrong. So the wife says to the husband, you, you keep yelling at me. And he says, no, I don't yell. Well, that completely validates what she said because she perceives it as yelling. So, you, so what you're saying is, I'm yelling at you. You perceive my voice as yelling. Yes, I do. Okay. And how does that make you feel? It makes me feel scared. It makes me feel intimidated. It makes me feel hopeless. So the defensiveness says, no, I'm right, you're wrong. But putting the defensiveness aside says, I'm going to hold space and hear what you're 
experience is. But it's so tough not to get defensive. So I tell couples all the time, slow the roll, slow the cart down, because what happens is they get so deep in the trauma dance or the core pattern, whatever we want to call it, that both of them are hurt and both of them want to be defensive. And so I say stop before it gets too far and and repeat and give grace and do it over again. It takes practice, practice, practice. But it, one, the hardest thing is defensiveness. The next thing that I think is hard is people don't like to repeat back verbatim what the other one has just said. They said it feels too rote, it feels artificial, but it's so important to gain understanding. You know, just to be able to say, so you really feel this way. And the other person goes, yeah. Because right then you just watch body language. You just watch shoulders. Oh, relax. Like he's hearing me or she's hearing me. So that's tough. Um, also, it's like learning a new language, and people get really frustrated. The ones that say, I'll never do it right, I'll never do it good enough. So I would bump into that all the time. You know, I'm just never going to get this. It's like learning a new language, and you're not going to do it perfectly. I tell them all the time, I'm going to jump in and correct you and guide you. And that's where you've got to give yourself grace and your partner grace as well. And so when you say give your partner grace or give yourself grace. Describe to our listening audience what you believe grace is. That gives me chills almost because, you know, bless your heart, if this is a partner and her husband has just not shown empathy and every time he goes to defensiveness, she is going to want to throw up her hands every time he tries. And she's going to want to roll her eyes and go, here he goes again. And yes, I'm thinking of certain people because I see this happen over and over again, and understandably so, because she's dealt with this for so long. But I say when you're doing this place, when you're when you're doing this, giving this a go, try not to react when he doesn't quite get it right, because it's like learning a whole new thing. So what that means is control your your nonverbal reactions, control your size, control your you know, your your hopeless kind of statements, he'll never get it. It's always gonna be this way. And then giving grace to yourself looks like, Oh, I didn't do it right. I fell in the hole. Can I have a do over? Can we have a do over? We messed this up. And so often the frustration level is so high because they've been flogging through recovery for a while that they just want to go, forget it, we'll never get here. And they both have to be committed to giving themselves and each other grace in this process. Well, and, you know, our clients are so courageous. I I mean, I videotape clients, too, both to show them their interaction after the fact and also to use it for training materials. And they're they're willing to do this, this videotaping because they know this is hard stuff. And a lot of counselors don't know exactly how to do the work. So I love the fact that, you know, you have this special program. I I do believe it's called Victory Through Validation. Correct. Okay. And it's open to anybody. You don't have to be a counselor. I mean, obviously this is for husbands and wives. Correct. Um, it is for husbands and wives, but it's for everybody. But let me let me 
first tell you who it's not for. Okay. It's not for someone that's in an abusive relationship. It's not for someone who their their partner is not necessarily in recovery and staying sober. So, you know, there's a lot of men, and I, and I forgive me again for saying men and women, but let's say addicts and partners. And again, I realize that's um, not the best verbiage I could use, but for the sake of brevity, that's what I'm going to say. Who the addict can go into victim mode. Poor me, she never listens to me. It's all about me. I wouldn't do that that early in recovery until he has owned his stuff. I'm not going to ask a woman, a partner, to go in when he's all in victim mode and and feeling sorry for himself to come in and validate when she's so wounded early on. I think in that stage of the relationship, he's got to learn how to do this and do it continually before he can expect her to join him in the process. And, of course, that's after some sobriety for sure. Because the dynamic in that relationship, it would it would be it would continue down an abusive path, and I don't think it would be helpful. And I have women that are not ready to validate. And in my webinar, you'll see that this couple's been in recovery for a long time, but the wife had to just stop and calm herself and ground herself several times because she wanted to react because she thought, oh my gosh, he's hurt me all these years, and now he's saying these hard things to me. But they were at the place in recovery where it's time to work on intimacy and to work on connection, not early on in the process. We don't believe in that early on in the process, uh, day one, doing this kind of intimacy work. But later on now well, that, that there's sobriety and, and healing. Well, you know, I love that you show a couple that struggles because – yeah. Couples do struggle when they're learning something new uh, and or when you almost can't trust that the process is real. You don't want to get duped again. And so you stay suspicious mm-hmm. until it gets played out over and over again. And right. for instance, many of the partners I know, when they see it over and over and over again, at some point they go, my goodness, he's got this. He got yeah. it, and I feel better yeah. because he's doing it. Exactly, exactly. And so and so I would say that the process is good for everybody. You can do this with your children. You can take this home, and you can validate something that you don't even agree with. You know, oh, so you think, you know, smoking weed, it, you know, helps you in school. Okay, tell me more. Okay, that makes sense that you would think it calms down your anxiety. Okay, that makes sense. It doesn't mean you're agreeing. You're just validating that they're thinking, that you understand what they're thinking. It doesn't mean approval all the time. It just means that you're tracking with them. And and eventually, once they're totally heard, and you say, what else? What else? I say, nothing. I'm good. What do you want me to do? I want you to buy it for me. Okay, I hear that you want me to buy it for you, but that's not what I'm willing to do. It makes sense that you would want that. Now, do you want, are you willing to hear my part, what I have to say about this? And they can say yes or no, and that's a little bit different in a parenting relationship. But you can validate anything, whether you agree with it or not. Um, I think pastors, I've spoken to pastors about using this with people instead of invalidating partners. Oh, so he's angry and you, you feel hopeless. Oh, I hear you. Instead of coming in and trying to fix it. It's an excellent tool for pastors because I did a pastor's workshop recently and they just want to fix it. 
and throw a Bible verse at it. And I said, no, let's listen to them and validate them a little bit in their experience so that you earn the right to tell them those things if they're ready to hear those things. I even think CEOs could use this in listening to their employees um, or managers listening to their employees. Everybody wants to be heard and validated. And I think it's an excellent tool for, for a lot of things, a lot of relationships. Okay. So now I, I want to know, you told me who this program is not for, and you just described it in a way that other than the abusive or the abuser or the abused, it's really a, it's really a great program for anyone because you can use it in parenting. You can use it with your, in your coupleship. You can use it with your parents. I mean, people mm-hmm. love to be validated. Mm-hmm. You know, Stacey, I heard, I was listening to a podcast today, and allegedly Maya Angelou said, people will not remember you for what you said or did, but they will remember you for how you made them feel. And this yeah. validation is all about that connection, how you can make somebody feel. That's right. That's right. But so often what we do is think that we need to tell them what to do. We get into a control situation. Oh, I need to, I know what to tell them what to do. But who who said that was our role? <laughs> well, absolutely. So now I want to ask you, what do you believe is the biggest reward you have seen from teaching this program? Oh, that, that also um, makes my hair stand up on my on my uh, arms and, and puts a tear in my eye. And at the end of this webinar, the guy just says, oh, my gosh, it's not about me. <laughs> so to hear an addict that is traditionally pretty selfish go, oh, it's not even about me. This was about her family of origin issue, or this was about something else. It's not about me. <laughs> and then connection can happen, and intimacy can happen, and understanding. You know, we're hurt in relationship, and we heal in relationship. And when we listen long enough, sometimes we find out this has nothing to do with us. It's an old wound, or it's something else. And then when we stay out of defensiveness, we can be there to nurture that wounded place with them and be able to say, gosh, I realize that you always felt this way with your dad. I'm just so sorry. I, you deserve to have something different. And, and that's just sacred, beautiful space that we want couples to get to. That's the crux of intimacy. And so I think that's the reward is just to be able to be in that place to love and support and help repair damage that has nothing to to do with even you. Yeah, well, you've made this sound so explainable. I mean, you've just done a great job of making something that can be a bit tough look like a process that is easy to follow. I mean, mm-hmm. I love acronyms. I love watching couples do their work. Um, and you said that this is 50% off. This webinar is 90 minutes, and it's 50% off until when? You know, it's just been open-ended. I'm just really marketing it. I want to get it out to as many people as possible. And so I, I really don't have an end date, Carol, honestly. I, I am working uh, couples that need a little more aid into um, some couples groups. I'll be working with four couples 
uh, via Zoom for an hour and a half for six weeks where each couple will work through their process with other couples, and that is powerful because you see people tripping up over the same things, and you go, ooh, I don't want to do that. And you can see as a fly on the wall, ooh, he's being defensive. That's about him. Or, oh, she's really you know, getting triggered. She needs to calm herself. She needs to ground herself. You can see it so that there's exponential growth in groups because what you see other couples doing, you learn from. And so, um, so right now I just want to get the webinar out there and be able to put this tool in people's hands so that if they need the, the group as, a, as a, an aid to actually walk through it, that they can, um, they can sign up for that as well. And that's on my website too. So, the next one will start in okay. June, late June. Late June. All right. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. can you think of anything else that you haven't shared with us that you want to share about the program, about yourself, or about the process? Hmm. Well, I would just say the only thing that I see that, that gets in the way of this is people's own issues, their own stuff. And I think that if we ever want to co- cultivate connection and relationship and intimacy, we have to put our own stuff to the side to be able to listen to the other person. I'm passionate about making helping couples heal and move into that zone of that other professionals have said is, is pretty uh, hard to achieve. I want to make it easier. I just want to see couples connect and come back and just be a great um, redemption story. And so that's my passion. And that's what I, I work with, worked with partners for so long and finally stepped into the marital work, which was hard for me because my marriage was not a redemption. But I'll tell you, I feel redemption every day when I see a couple make it and get to this place. And so it's really rewarding work, and I want as many people as possible to be able to get there. Well, I thank you so much for this program. This process is amazing. You've made it so understandable. And I want to remind everybody, go to www.stacy, and that's spelled S-T-A-C-E-Y, Sadler, S-A-D-L-E-R dot com to sign up for the e-course or the webinar. And if you have questions, you can just email Stacy um, at stacysadler.com. And that looks like Stacy at stacysadler.com. So thank you so much, Stacy. Amazing work you're doing. Keep us posted on all your new projects. Thank you, Carol. Thanks for having me on, and thanks for what you do, too. We're all on the same team. We sure are, and, you know, the law of abundance. There's enough to go around, and it's all about getting it out there. So I love the fact that you're keeping this at 50% for a while. Thank you so yeah. much. Okay. Thank you. All right. Have a great week. You're welcome. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, you know, I, I saw her... I saw this letter come by my email, and it was from Jake Porter, and he was encouraging people to get this program, and he said, I'm not getting any royalties or any kickbacks or any anything. I just so believe in Stacy's work that I want you to see it too. And if nothing else, get the freebie. We can't get enough positive support, that's for sure. Okay. Thanks for uh, being a part of this. Listen, 
we've got a lot of powerful, powerful things. If you are looking for a an unleashing your power group, you know, based on my book, I've got a lot of wonderful women that are offering this this workshop. Well, it's not really a workshop; it's really a women's group series. And if you're looking for that, please email me at carol at carolthecoach.com. I will send you their flyers, and you can look and see which time and um, what space works best for you. All right. I want you to make it a great week. I will see you next week for more. Betrayal Recovery Radio here through appsats.org. If you're looking for a good counselor or coach who's partner sensitive, who has your back, like Stacy, she's one of us, you can go to appsats.org. That's A-P-S-A-T-S dot org. And go to the directory and see if there isn't somebody in your area If there's nobody in your state, which I think we're represented in every state, but if there's not, look for a coach. They can work across state lines. Uh, The two women that I'm talking about that are doing the Unleashing Your Power course, they're both coaches. Coaches rock, I'm telling you. They absolutely rock. So we'll see you next week. Take care of yourself. For more information, go to appsats.org, the Association of Partners of Sex Addicts Trauma Specialists, to find a professional in your area who is trained to help you after sexual betrayal. That's right. Lots of intentional self-care. See you next week.